Hi, my name is Joseph, and today I want to discuss Oni Murders in this building, a Hulu TV original that's a, a podcast murder mystery, and it stars three individuals, the first being Steve Martin portraying Charles Hayden Savage, uh, Martin Short portraying Oliver Putnam, and then lastly, but certainly not least, Selena Gomez as Mabel Mora, or Mabel Mora. Um, so right off the bat, um, this show was introduced to me by a, uh, a colleague of mine, and uh, I did see... Uh, advertisements for the show, rather not advertisements, but um, uh, title cards for this show while I was watching Hulu's The Bear. Uh, but the reason why I didn't want to check it out was just because I'm not really well versed when it comes to um, the acting world. And to be frank with everyone, usually when I see Selena Gomez, I thought she was mostly doing uh, reality shows. The most recent, oh, maybe not the most recent, but a show that I could think of off the top of my head was that cooking show that she was doing. So whenever I saw Only Murders in the Building, the title card, I just made the unfortunate assumption that it was some sort of reality talk show of some, sh of some sort, especially because Steve Martin was part of it. Uh, again, I'm not really well versed in the acting world, so I was not aware that Steve Martin was still uh, working. He was still acting, so that's really cool. Uh, and then in addition to that, uh, so this show was recommended to me by a colleague, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it. Pardon me, everyone, my cat moved the camera. Uh, <laughs> she was moving her head against it. Hopefully it's not too much of an issue. Let me just quickly move this back. Sorry about that. Uh, it, or thank you for your patience as, patience as well. As I was saying, uh, so the show was recommended to me by a colleague. And in addition to that, the other reason why I wanted to watch the show is because I am a Three Amigos fan. Uh, excuse me, I am a Three Amigos fan. Um, this show does have three, uh, two uh, out of the Three Amigos. <laughs> um, so yeah, as someone who's a big Three Amigos fan, that's primarily the reason, primarily the uh, one of the reasons or probably the driving factor on why I wanted to finally check out this show. And I'm glad that I did. The first episode does a great job of hooking in the audience viewer. Uh, so the premise of the show is essentially that these three characters, they live in this apartment building, this apartment complex known as the Arcania. And it's not your traditional apartment complex. It's an apartment that, it's essentially almost like a, 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 a home. One has their living room, their bedroom, and their kitchen is connected to the living room. But although it's not a loft setting, it's obviously a luxury apartment home setting. So not just your traditional apartment, but the apartments are made to more replicate the home setting uh, within an apartment complex. Uh, so in other words, it's, it's an affluent uh, uh, community. And um, Charles Hidden Savage used to be an actor. He portrayed a television detective known as Brazos. It was... Uh, a, a, a television TV series, kind of like Columbo or any other number of um, TV cop dramas out there or detective dramas. And then in addition to that, uh, Oliver Putnam's character, he was also working in the acting world as a uh, director slash producer. And then lastly, but not least, oh, again, why it doesn't matter. Obviously, these two characters are coming from places where the jobs gave them the opportunity and the resources to afford a location like the Orkenia. And then lastly, but not least, again, our, our, last, our last character, Mabel, although she lives there, it's revealed that it's her aunt's location. Uh, her, she, uh, Mabel's uh, mom, uh, it's her sister, her aunt, that lives within, Arcan within the Arcania. And Mabel grew up where every summer, as a child, her mom would send her to uh, the Arcania, because I'm going to assume, also as a person of color who grew up in a low-income environment, that more than likely the mom wanted to provide an area where the daughter could feel safe, she could have fun without really having to worry about things kids shouldn't have to worry about. 
Um, so yeah, so that's the setting and that's the details of our characters. And I have to say, um, right off the bat, although it may seem like Selena Gomez paired with Martin Short and Steve Martin, in other words, this huge age discrepancy, it really does work. If anyone's concerned that the show is going to be playing on the... Um, the idea of generations, us versus them. Uh, the show does a pretty good job of navigating away from that. It does bring up certain aspects where one generation might have a different opinion or perspective compared to the younger generation, but they do so in such a way uh, 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 where it's, 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 it's too comical and it's not batting your head over with a theme or a message. It's just meant to push the story forward. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. And, um, but with that being said, I do have to say, out of the first episode, is really gravitating. It really does a great job of hooking in the viewer. I can't help but feel like the writing does go a little bit in a roller coaster. It starts off really strongly, uh, but in the next two to three episodes, the writing kind of dips a little bit, just in terms of... Um, um, the, the first episode does such a great job of setting up these characters and making the viewer member uh, uh, sympathize with these characters. And um, the first episode, I chuckled, I laughed... And dare I say, I got a little, a little bit emotional, especially as we were discovering um, new elements about these characters. And I was really expecting that uh, every episode was going to maintain this, this level of quality. And I'm not trying to say that the writing... When I say that the writing dips a little bit, I don't mean that the quality of writing, but rather just the way the story is being told. It, it, it starts off very organically and kind of sometimes becomes a little bit convoluted. Convoluted in the sense that the story is being pushed forward, but it's not natural. So convoluted in that regard and that uh, it doesn't mesh well me mixing together the, the storytelling with um, immersing the viewer. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, uh, a really simple example about this. So again, uh, uh, as always, I do do my spoilers, so just be aware about that. But Mabel's character, she's a young woman living in New York. She's 28 years old, as revealed in the show. Uh, so of course, she's going to be uh, worried, cautious about her surroundings, and uh, especially while she's walking in the New York City streets at nighttime. And she actually shares with the viewer, uh, with the audience members, that she has a fantasy where hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully, that sounds horrible, but she hopes that someone would, at would attempt to uh, uh, rob her or mug her or, or worse, but that person's going to be in for a rude surprise because Mabel always carries her, uh, um, her knitting needle, her knitting needle. So she has a quote unquote weapon to defend herself and she's also not afraid of defending herself in the first place. And this is actually demonstrated with tie-dye guy. So <laughs> he's one of the suspects that the characters uh, are interrogating and considering to have done the murder. Oh, I'm like talking about the story without, excuse me, so I gave some brief elements of the story. So the murder that they're investigating is Tim Kono. And uh, it's revealed that Mabel has some personal ties to this individual. So, uh, anywho, so they're investigating this tie-dye individual. And he's the one that tries to um, interact with Mabel. And she's able to defend herself. That was really a cool scene. Uh, uh, um, did a good job of mixing the narration with what was being demonstrated on the show itself or in the scene itself. But later on in the season, it gets revealed that there's another character. He was a minor character. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But the uh, the son of... of of Dimas, I believe it was, the son of Dimas, the individual, the Greek who came uh, from small beginnings and he had his mom's or his grandmother's ring. Um, uh, uh, it gets revealed that this the son and his dad are doing uh, unsavory business with their cremation business. Uh, uh, instead of just working with the deceased, they're actually taking items from the deceased and selling those items, unfortunately. And um, the main cast discovers this, and specifically it's Mabel and Oliver Putnam who discovers this aspect, and they get caught by this, the, this individual. And he's, he looks like he's about 
late 20s, maybe Mabel's age, maybe early 30s. Uh, but he's not very big. The tie-dye individual, um, he's an individual who was in prison. It's implied for at least five years. And I don't want to be stereotypical, but typically when one is in prison, there's not too many activities that one can do. It's usually just reading or exercising. And tie-dye guy, he looks like he was, in fact, indeed maintaining his health while he's in prison. So, in other words, this, this son was able to um, apprehend both Oliver and Mabel. And I just felt like, oh, how did that happen? Mabel was able to defend her. Literally from the back, she was caught, quote unquote, unawares. Yet despite that, she was able to tackle tie-dye guy and defend herself yet against this individual who she's facing head on and has support. And he's not as physically imposing as tie-dye guy. He was able to apprehend Mabel and Oliver Putnam. So that's what I mean. Just when sometimes the writing is not as organic as it can be. Sometimes it does things to push the story forward. And unfortunately, I would have to say that this is how the first season ends. I think the season did a great job of tying up Tim Kono's story. Um, the elements that led to discovering the truth surrounding Tim Kono's murder. And the truth of another murder that occurred um, in the past and when Mabel was young. There's another murder that directly impacted Mabel and her circle of friends. Uh, her friend, uh, well, since I'm talking about supporters, tie-dye guy, he went to prison because he was accused of killing his girlfriend at the time. Well, unfortunately, I can't recall her name. Um, but yeah, so uh, going back to the, to the way that the season ends, it, it wraps up really nicely. The main cast figures out the murder. Not only that, but they're able to keep their homes because they were about to lose it because of uh, um, uh, uh, external factors that was making the residents not appreciate living with podcasters. Yet despite this, Season one ends with uh, ambulance sirens. The, the sound of ambulances and sirens, police sirens uh, off in the distance getting closer. And Mabel goes off to get uh, more uh, uh, celebratory drinks uh, to celebrate their successful first uh, murder mystery. They being Mabel, Oliver, and Charles uh, uh, Hayden Savage. And unfortunately, um, they, they get a message saying, uh, get out of the building, it's uh, it's not, rather no, it's just, they just get an ominous message. I was originally going to say they get a message saying it's not safe. That makes it sound like they were being looked out for. It's more an ominous, uh, just get out of the building. And so after they receive that message, you don't know who it's from. I guess we could imply maybe it's coming from like an emergency system. Uh, since they live in an apartment complex, whenever an emergency goes off, maybe a mass text goes out. But I don't get that impression. It seems like it was coming from a mysterious individual. And so uh, Charles and Oliver go try to find Mabel and they discover that she's accidentally, uh, rather she's uh, in the crime scene of Bunny, the landlord. And uh, the, the season ends with her saying it's not how it looks like. And I just can't help but feel, uh, so I never finished Downton Abbey, but I did watch um, uh, about halfway through, the, through Downton Abbey. And it's a fun show. I think it's a strong show with strong writing, really interesting characters, great characterization and plots that uh, intrigue the viewer. But the only reason why I couldn't finish it was just because um, I just felt there was all, uh, always drama around the corner. Oh no, this event has occurred. We figured out this event. Let's celebrate. Then drama B it starts. Okay, let's go ahead and deal with this. We've, we've done it. We've concluded this drama set of B, but then all of a sudden uh, drama C comes out and it just kind of keeps on going and going and going. And I couldn't help but feel like only murders and building the same idea was kind of being at play. Um, I, I haven't finished or started the second season yet, but I am going to, I am planning to, and I'm hoping that the second season will fall into that pet hole where unfortunately the quality ends up dipping a little bit, but I'm jumping ahead of the gun and, and we'll see how, how that's going to be. Um, I know uh, some of my friends don't like it when I do this, when I compare 
and contrast um, different mediums. I am going to do this only because uh, another Hulu original that came out exactly during the same time frame, The Bear. I feel like The Bear did a better job of maintaining its writing, maintaining its uh, uh, immersiveness in terms of the flow of the story uh, when it came to organicness. Um, and it also does a better job of leaving the viewer wanting to discover what's going to happen in season two. With season one of Only Murders in the Building, while I did enjoy it, I did feel, while I did enjoy it, I did feel a little bit, um, tired, kind of, oh no, already? There's drama being set up. Um, Mabel was in this horrible circumstance. How did that occur? Well, obviously, we're not going to discover that into the next season. And, um... And yeah, so that's just something to consider. Another factor I didn't really uh, enjoy about the story is just so against spoilers, but by the season's end, uh, Mabel's character does end up with Ty Guy, Ty Guy. So they get into a relationship together. And the only reason why I'm not a big fan of it is just because, and this is, this is my personal, this is just my personal opinion. I just don't see the chemistry between Mabel's character and Ty Dai Guy. Um, in addition to that, um, Ty Dai Guy was also already dating their friend, um, the one who was murdered at the beginning. So it makes me wonder, like, when did they start developing feelings for one another? Um, can this possibly be like some kind of prison version of a, a rebound? The fact that he just came out of prison when he went into prison, his girlfriend was just murdered. Right? <laughs> so not really a lot of time to. Cop, um, comprehend one's emotional feelings about the situation. One would hope that after five or ten years of being in prison, uh, they, they would come to grips with what occurred. But obviously, especially when it's innocent, um, they might have some unresolved feelings about the situation. So again, it's just, I'm curious about when the feelings started developing or if this is just maybe an a case of some form of um, survivor bias or survivor, um, just essentially since Mabel and this, this tie-dye guy knew each other. Uh, that's why they're, they're, they're going into a relationship together. Um, but yeah, so all in all, would I recommend the show? Yes, I, I would. I would, just, I would recommend it with some caveats. Just go in knowing that the quality starts really strong. Uh, it, it doesn't really, it's not really maintained as well as other shows. But with that being said, the quality is still there. As one sticks with the story, um, the reward is well worth it. The payoff is present. Uh, so don't be too concerned if you are a little bit worried about the facts uh, that I said that the quality dips a little bit again. I mean that in regards to the storytelling, the way that the story is being presented. I do, I am a fan of other characters within the show. Um, Steve Martin, Martin Short does a great job of portraying their characters. They, they do make you laugh out loud. They make you chuckle. They make you giggle. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, my only slightly other negative about the acting will come from Selena Gomez. Again, I'm not an actor myself, and so I'm not well versed into um, what it takes to act and acting techniques and acting methods and everything like that. But I would just say that sometimes Selena's character, she's kind of, um, uh, she sometimes I feel like she can't go between emotions as seamlessly as Steve Martin and Oliver Putnam could. Um, what I mean by that is um, Charles. His character is excited, but then he gets some bad news and he goes, oh no. Then he becomes excited because he realizes, oh, well, this information clears things up. Right? He's able to really demonstrate that that roller coaster of, of what one is feeling. But while I was with Susan Gomez, I feel like she just has two modes on the screen. She's either happy to see the individual. So, uh, oh, hello, good afternoon, right, with a smile. Or she's just kind of like... Um, and I can't help but feel like this is kind of like a current generation where just uh, when one is walking in the public streets... Um, um, kind of just keeping to oneself, but she also acts like that when speaking with Charles Savage, uh, with Charles Savage and also Oliver Putnam, and they really established that they are friends by the end. Yet, despite that, uh, Selena's face is usually more like, like, um, we need to figure out this podcast. <laughs> I can't, I can't act so part of me. <laughs> but again, when she speaks with a friend like tie dye guy, she goes, "Well, why did you try to jump me? I understand. It's good to see you." Right? Versus, uh, like, and she's going, "Why did you try to jump me?" 
oh, now I recognize how you're doing. It's more like, oh, you tried to jump me, but now I know why you were trying to jump me. You weren't trying to mug me. You were just trying to surprise me as a friend, right? Hopefully, I demonstrate that pretty decently. Again, I'm not an actor myself, and I can't act, so. Um, but with that being said, uh, um, uh, Mabel's or Selena Gomez's acting does not detract from the story. I just think it's because she's unfairly being put against these these other actors who obviously have a lot more experience and they've been around uh, uh, working with with uh, uh, in Hollywood and beyond Hollywood for a long time. I do believe they've also done things in Broadway. I might be wrong about that though. Again, I'm not well versed in acting, but my point is, is that Steve Martin and Martin Short, um, though well versed, it'll be like comparing Charles Dickens to a brand new writer, right? <laughs> I wouldn't really be fair or um, comparing a brand new director to Christopher Nolan or Mike Flanagan. Um, so yeah, so that's just something to keep in mind for all I know, maybe Selena Gomez's acting skills as she continues to uh, refining and tempering them, she'll be able to act in the same way that Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short does. Anywho, if you have seen Only Murders in the, Only Murders in the Building, uh, let me know what's your opinion of it. Let me know either in the comments below or via a personal message. Um, uh, if you're if you started season two, let me know if I should be excited about that, or maybe I should maintain my apprehension, uh, uh, keeping in mind that sometimes drama will pop up, but maybe the drama will be more fun in season two. And yeah, if anyone has seen Dotson Abbey, was my comparison fine? Was that apt? And lastly, uh, the bear seems like I'm mentioning the bear, but yet there's no review for of that quite yet. That will be coming soon. I want to rewatch that, and I really am looking forward to that. So again, would I recommend Only Murders in the Building? Yes, yes, I would. And excuse me, pardon me, I don't know if I stated this, but this ran from August 31st, 2021 and ended October 19th, 2021. I forgot to state that information. Excuse me about that. Have a great day and take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it.